This is our second lab on the Lord's Prayer, Matthew 6, 9 to 13. And in the first session, we looked at the the sense in which God is our Father and the meaning of hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. And now we turn to verse 11. Father, I pray that as we move into these practical daily needs that we have in order to pursue those glorious purposes with you and your spirit in verses 9 and 10, you would grant us to know what they mean and know how to pray them and experience them, experience them every day. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Give us this day our daily bread. Very simply, He's not praying for bigger barns to be built so that he can say to his soul, so relax, you have surplus built up for years and years to come. Eat, drink, and be merry. He's praying for our basic needs to be met because it can easily become a snare to have too much. We need bread in order to live in order to do these great things. So he prays for the fact that we are human. We have practical uh, earthly needs, and this would stand for all of them. And forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. Some people are very troubled by the fact that Jesus correlates our request for forgiveness with our own forgiveness of others who have sinned against us. Should we be concerned about that? Should we fear that that is somehow compromising salvation by grace through faith and is making salvation by works? I don't think so. What does this mean here when he says, as also we have forgiven our debtors. Over in chapter Matthew 7, verse 2, it says, it will be measured to you. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you. With the measure you use in forgiving your, in in dishing out, spooning out, ladling out forgiveness, with that same measure, it will be given to you, measured to you. There's a correlation between our willingness to forgive and our being forgiven. Now, why would that be? What does it mean? Well, think of it this way. If you don't forgive those who've wronged you, if you say, I am going to keep holding this grudge till the day I die, I'm never going to let this go because you cannot imagine what they did to me. If I were to let it go, it would be treating it as nothing. It would be acting in a foolish way. It would be acting unwisely. I I would be miserable. If I were to to let this go, I, I cannot, I will not let this grudge go. That's what you're saying. You're saying it would be foolish to, it would be unwise to, it would be, I'd be miserable to. And then you turn around and say to God, now, forgive me, that is, You act in a foolish way. You act in an unwise way. You act so as 
so that you will be miserable. That's what we'd be saying. And I think Jesus is simply pointing out that those who have God as their Father and Jesus as their Savior and who have experienced what it means to be transferred from the kingdom of alienation to the kingdom of reconciliation and who love Christ and depend on Christ and desperately hold to Christ for grace cannot tell God to act as a fool. They cannot tell God to act as stupid or one who will in acting thus be miserable, which is in fact what we do tell God with our hearts when we won't forgive our debtors. We're saying, I know how to act and I'm not going to forgive. So God, now you act in the foolish way that I refuse to act. And Jesus is saying, no, there is a real correlation and the correlation is in the heart. And if the heart says it is a, it is a beautiful thing, to forgive sinners and shows that it is beautiful by forgiving them, then that heart will be saying, God, do the morally, spiritually beautiful thing, not stupid thing, not unwise thing. That's the correlation. And it must be if you think it through. So we're praying that God would indeed forgive our debts. We desperately need it. And we show that we regard that as not a foolish, stupid, unwise, miserable thing, but a beautiful thing by doing it for others. And finally, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. This is the, this is the negative. Do not lead us into temptation. And this is the positive. Deliver us from evil. So we, we ask, what does this mean? Lead us not into temptation. Does God lead us into temptation? Here's the way I think it's helpful to think about it. All our experiences are tests from God, and all of them are temptations. from Satan. So our experiences are either uh, pleasure, pleasant, or they are pain, unpleasant. And if they are pleasant, they are a test from God. God tests us. Will we thank him? Will we um, consider him better? Or will we idolize them? That would be the test. Satan takes that pleasure and makes it a temptation. Will we idolize it? Will we not thank God for it? That's what Satan wants. And if it's a pain, God's test is, will we trust him? Trust his, his goodness and his wisdom in it. And from the devil, pain is, will we curse him? So the devil wants us to curse him. God wants us to trust him in every pain. And the devil wants us to 
idolize the pleasures and refuse to thank God, and God wants us to uh, thank him and consider him more valuable than the pleasure. Now, if you take that understanding of life and ask, what does he mean here? I think it means lead us not into temptation. That is, in all of your tests into which you do indeed lead us, don't let them ensnare us as Satan's destructive temptations, but rather deliver us from evil or from the evil one. In every test, deliver us from it becoming a destructive faith-destroying temptation. So, Father, who loves us and knows what we need before we ask him, cause us to hallow your name, Grant that your kingdom would come and your will would be done the way the angels do it in heaven. Grant to that end that I might have my basic needs met of bread and every other physical need. And, oh God, it is a beautiful thing to forgive sinners. And I stand in awe of your mercy and grace. I love being like you by the power of your spirit and want so much for my sins to be forgiven. So day by day, I I appeal to you, cover all my sins and don't let any of the tests of life lead me down into the snare of temptation where I would curse you, but rather deliver me and all of us from evil.